Mr. Lawrence, what is your relationship to this Terry Silver? Ma'am, I have no idea who that even is. I'm just a small business owner trying to make a living. Oh, please. It's, ask him about John Kreese. John Kreese is dead. We're very sorry for your loss. Then give me a break. Daniel, show a little respect. Respect? Are you kidding me, Sue? You don't know the history here. John Kreese and Cobra Kai were the embodiment of everything this tournament stands against. And this guy, Johnny Lawrence, he was a star pupil. He was the worst of them all. We'd be dishonoring the entire sport by reinstating Cobra Kai. Come on. Look, I admit Cobra Kai had its share of problems in the 80s. My sensei didn't always play by the rules. That's why I left. But my Cobra Kai is different. It's a place where kids can come and feel like they belong. Where they won't get picked on just because they're a bunch of losers, but because they're unique. I've watched firsthand as my students have gotten stronger, gained confidence, learn how to stand up for themselves. Cobra Kai is making a difference in these kids' lives. And honestly, They're making a difference in mine as well. Thank you. That doesn't sound at all like the old Cobra Kai. Right. It's a badass name for a dojo, by the way. <laughs> I think I speak for all of us when I say the community could use more men like you, Mr. Lawrence. Thank you, ma'am. All right, this is horseshit. Hey, welcome back everyone. It's the most influential speaker from the House of M. Let's open up the icebox and see what we can find. I'm coming off a huge victory right now. Huge victory. And I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. We have the most uh, welcomed back guest in icebox podcast history in the wild card. Of course, we're here to discuss more Cobra Kai. Um, we'll get into that as well a little bit later on in the show. Um, it's 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 uh, the Wild Card's favorite episode of the entire series. So I know you want to hear about that and what he has to say about it as well. We'll get right to it uh, that as well. But just a second, okay? Hang on. I am coming off a huge win. You want to know what I just did? I helped the queen of the House of M establish a new design for this t-shirt that she was struggling. And you should have seen her, folks. She was fuming, gases coming out of every orifice orifice of just anger and hostility. And I said, I said, I just like this. I said, darling, can I help you with anything? And and she went and she she was like, no, you cannot help me with anything because you're busy. And I was like, darling, my queen, the one that means most to me, I can help you. Please don't give in to hate. That leads to the dark side. 
she of course is down here right now listening to every word i am saying um but no it was really fun we did this really quick uh t-shirt design um with peace love joy i think it was what it said it got a little peace sign we customized it we put glitter out we've made it look just like the one that she was envisioning we uh, we found a heart design put a little peppermint heart thing cut out in the background we got the grinch i picked out an excellent grinch but she said, that Grinch is for crud. I don't like your Grinch. Take my Grinch. And I was like, of course, darling, anything you say. And I said, let me find the better Grinch. She wanted old school Grinch. So I found an old school Grinch, put that son of a gun in there, laid the text out, uh, put, you know, made it, we put a little fun, uh, a little House of M fun into the text for Peace, Love, Joy and it it's we're we're printing it right now so like everything else i had to send it to print even because i'm just that masterful and powerful and it's working it is work i'm getting another look you should see the look i'm getting it's like she can't appreciate the god sent gift of the most influential speaker from the house of m i don't get it I just don't get it. No, it's awesome. It's printing out right now. She's going to put it to a brand new shirt. And she's going to be decked out for the holidays, yo. Awesome fun. You'll see pictures of it, I'm sure, on her social media page. Uh, wherever. I don't know. But you'll see it, and it was a lot of fun. Um, you want to know why it's a lot of fun? Because she invested into a heat press. She invested into sublimation inks. And we have new stuff that we can do. It's really cool. I just posted a picture of a phone case I did for my iPhone on my Instagram page, Inspired Creations H-O-M. And it's, of course, of Masters of the Universe. Yeah, I everything you saw there, I lay that out, put that all together. Vintage Master of the Universe card art. He-Man was on there. I put my Castle Grayskull vector art on there for a little james's touch if you will so much fun the heat press is wonderful uh we we are using that uh pretty frequently now for some of the stuff we're doing um the sublimation printer uh really good and we've had some uh we're still learning i guess you know she put on all the work and the research on all these things and i'm just kind of going along for the ride i'm telling her hey tell me what i need to know that's i'm gonna need to know kind of guy you tell me what i need to know and i'll do it and we've been having some fun and honestly, some aggravations too. Not everything that's pitched or thrown to us. We don't knock everything out of the park. This podcast is a perfect example of that. But nonetheless, we have a press. We have sublimation techniques now. Um, pretty soon, I'm going to have them thinking he's invincible. Where's that from? If you don't know where that's from, turn the podcast off right now. Oh my God. All right. Speaking of uh, big wins, uh, check this out. I just recently got an email um, recently. Today's the 21st of November. I got this on November 19th. And I got this email and the, the subject line says business inquiry colon kids toy free for trail i don't know what that means but i was i was intrigued so i read the email i opened it up and this email comes from a ling wan so 
I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. Ling Wan, uh, she writes, Hello. I'm going to read this exactly the way it came to me. Hello, comma. I won't say all the punctuation. Okay, just read. Hello. We are U.S. Amazon seller. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hello. We are U.S. Amazon seller. I got your information from YouTube. I saw your videos. They are great. We sell toy products. We're looking for some reviewers to test our product on Amazon. Are you interested? They are free. Waiting for your early. Have a nice day. Uh, Have a nice day. Kind regards, Kiki. Well, thanks, Kiki. Um, So they sent me a picture of like the toys that they do. And I'm opening up one. I'm opening up one now. Um, and of course, it's probably not going to open, so I can't even tell you what it looks. Okay, there it is. Um, it's got this. It's an educational game. Um, it's got like a math equation on there, a picture of a shark, and you can spell the word out. It's got like foam letters or magnetic letters, I guess you could do for a spelling game. A cosmetic case, a little piano toy, um, some spinning wheels with dinosaurs and colors and numbers a dart thing with like a vest and and nerf darts kind of thing Uh, a target this vehicle with four wheels i don't even know what the heck this is looks pretty cool they show it riding up these stairs but i mean they want me to test their toys um and all i gotta do is reply to them yeah i'm interested and i'll be able to uh test their toys and they're a real legit amazon seller apparently because why else would ling wan send me an email and then sign it kiki right so this might be the huge break i've been waiting for my inspired creations hom network has achieved amazon status now so should i reply to them and say hey let me yeah let me let me test your toys for free they're gonna send them to me for free all i have to do is test them and review them is this a real thing should i get involved with this since they know everything about me that i mean they watch my videos they said they're great they said they were great and um you know they 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 also said waiting for your early i don't know what that means but that's what they're waiting for it (laughs) um maybe not the best email to reply to uh but i had to read that it was really interesting and i'll be honest um because i was lying to you before um, maybe not lying, but I wanted to get it for entertainment's sake, right? I've gotten emails from these people before, um, and they're all different. <laughs> they, all, they seem to be all different, I believe. Like, I don't know if it was Kiki, or I think I've deleted them all because I didn't want to mess with it or get, you know, hunt down by some foreign power. Um, but yeah, what do you think? You tell me. I'm going to wait emails. You let me know if you want me to respond to these people and say, yeah, send me your toys and I'll review them and test them for free. Um, and we'll take it from there. Or let me know. If I should stay away from the foreign powers and and just kind of stay safe and secluded in the icebox. I'm on top looking down, Elysium, spaced out visions and decisions on these drums. I'm flowing, crazy when I'm blowing. Get it up, turn it up, don't know where I'm going. All right, one more thing to check out before we get into our Cobra Kai discussion. I had a very, very awesome comment, and I say it's very, very awesome. All comments are very awesome. This one is very, very awesome because it came from a random, someone I do not know. 
and it was on my YouTube page. And of course, my YouTube page is Icebox Cast. Please go check it out right now. Push the pause button. I know you're listening on either a mobile device or a laptop. Or if you're listening to it on the radio somehow or through your vehicle, push pause. Grab your mobile device. I don't care if you're flying an airplane. I don't care if you're driving a car. Grab your mobile device. Launch YouTube. Search Icebox Cast and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm pretty much ordering YouTube. Okay? I've been stuck at 42. Now 43. Subscribers for I don't know how long. I've been trying to get to 50. You know? you. I see people... The person I'm just about to talk about has a... Like, I don't know how... Like 700 times more than me. I exaggerated, but it's for effect. So right now, Icebox, Cast, YouTube, subscribe to my channel. Okay, done. I got a random comment from this gentleman. And I'm going to say their YouTube name because I'm going to promote it. Um, It's Math Boredom. So M-A-T-H, as in, you know, math, right? Like the school subject, math. And then Boredom. That is spelled... B-O-A-R-D-O-M. Now I know, I swear to God, I'm plugging this YouTube page, but I swear, if you go to this YouTube page and subscribe to them and not me, we are going to have words. All right? I'm going to get that out right now. So, anyway, back to math boredom. He sent me a comment on one of my uh, YouTube programs, the Beating for All one specifically, and this is what he had to say. Math Boredom says, Hey, Ice. I like that. Just, you just, hey, Ice. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, I really like, maybe I should call myself that. Instead of the most influential speaker from the House of M, I should just say, hey, hey, everyone, it's Ice. Ice is back with a brand new edition. Something, something. I have no relation. I don't know the words of that song. Um, then it was Kako. Say it again. Ice is back. Oh, that's why I can't be called Ice, because there's vanilla ice, right? Yeah, I guess. The Queen's back there. She's going to chime in when she wants to, because she's invited to... So, okay, back to the thing. Um, Go up to the beam and watch my face glow like a handle. Glow up... I, I'm trying to say the vanilla ice lyrics. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to look it up right now. Vanilla ice, ice, ice baby lyrics. Grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? No, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Boom! <laughs> okay, what was I talking about? <laughs> All right. Um, so math boredom <laughs> says I have I get I get I, I haven't even gotten past the first two words of his comment. <laughs> hey ice! <laughs> oh my god. Um, I really like your designs. That's awesome. Hey, Ice. I, okay, stop rereading. Hey, Ice. I really like your designs. I have a Perler channel, too, and get some... Get this, folks. Get this, my little ice cubes. He says, I have a Perler channel, too, and get some inspiration from here. Keep it up in all caps, he says. I did a whole horror series, too. Of course, he's speaking about the Perler Beads Halloween... Beatacular series. How many of you watch that? 
I saw one hand go up. The queen of the House of M has watched it. Have you watched it? If not, I don't know what you're waiting for. The pro, the, the, the program, the programs that I put out there are extravagant. And this podcast is proof. <laughs> okay. Um, I did a whole horror series too. Your music is always spot on. Of course, I can't take credit for the music. That's all Charlie Huckle. But, um, and that was it. That's what he says. So that came from Math Boredom. So Math Boredom, uh, thank you so much. The reason why I wanted to call this comment out, other than it being a total random and stranger that I have no idea who this person is, until I subscribed to their YouTube page, of course, and he subscribed to mine, which is why I'm up to 43 now. And he is up to 701. <laughs> 701. Go go see that. Okay, go watch uh, his his uh, his uh, channel, Math Boredom. Um, and tell me what I'm doing wrong. If he has 701 subscribers, and I have 43 Tell me what I'm doing wrong. I need help. I need advice. What am I doing wrong? He's put out. He puts out. He's put out some like, Perler Beat stuff. Um, some like grade school card games. It looks like too. I watched him. His videos are real short. Uh, like 20 seconds, 11 seconds, 30 seconds, four minutes, three and a half minutes, eight minutes. So they're not really long. You'll have time to watch these. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe mine are too long. Um, but yeah, check him out. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Again, the reason why I like this comment, uh, not because he's just a random, I know I've said that 40 times before, but it's also because I inspired him and that's what I want to do with all of my content. I want to make people smile. I want to make them laugh and maybe even inspire them, especially beating for all on my Icebox uh, YouTube channel. That's what it's all about. That beating for all program is literally me showing you that you can do this type of artwork. And I'm putting out designs for you to do. And, you know, a lot of the designs I'm putting out there are my own as well. They may be tweaked, but um, you take my designs. I'm giving them to you. These are free designs. Free designs that you can utilize with your own perler beads. You got to buy the perler beads. I'm not about to buy perler beads for the nation. You know what I'm saying? But you can take my designs right off there. I try to keep them simple and small so you don't have to go crazy with the supplies. And um, and make it. And then make them your own. Give them a different hair color. Give them a different outfit color. Give them a different weapon. Um, make them a different race. You know, whatever you want to do. I'm Mexican. That's why I did the little Ash Ketchum in a Mexican version. Um, it's whatever you do and you can do that. So I was really happy to have inspired uh, Math Boredom on his channel. Give it a look. Again, my channel is IceboxCast. His channel is Math Boredom, B-O-A-R-D-O-M. Give, give us a subscription. Give us a like. Hit that little bell on both our channels alerts. And hey, give us some comments. This is what I'll do when I receive comments. Thank you so much. Okay, let's get right into this. This is the Cobra Kai conversation. I know you've been waiting for this one. This is the wild card saying that this episode is his favorite of the entire series. So let's see why it is his favorite episode. And uh, let's talk some Cobra Kai with the wild card. Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. Now, isn't this what it's all about? You know it. 
Hey, welcome back everyone. Uh, we have the wild card here and we are going to be discussing episode uh, seven of Cobra Kai season one. And this is the one uh, we've been talking about. I say we, but it's it's the wild card because this was allegedly his uh, favorite episode of the series so far. And we were on two seasons of the show. So um, I was anxiously looking forward to see why this was his uh, favorite episode. Um, I think I saw some reasons, but I really want to hear what he has to say and what, what makes this his favorite episode. A lot of great parts in this thing. Um, but first of all, welcome back to the show, Wildcard. Hey, thanks. It's good to be back. A uh, little hiatus we had here, but um, you know, made me wait a little extra longer to talk about my favorite episode. But yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but no, I. Uh, so there's, after watching this uh, yet again, um, I definitely still feel the same way. This is my favorite episode, and I'll get into some of the reasons why. Uh, as Good. far as uh, maybe it's on a more personal level, folks. Okay. Um, but again, this is my opinion, so I don't care what you say. This is my favorite episode <laughs> of the series. Um, but anyways, yeah. No, yeah. Welcome back, Lisa. I, I, and I think a lot of this that that that's a really important thing. Uh, it's like a lot of these episodes reach out to. Um, to different people for different reasons. And, you know, I, I told you my reasons. I think my favorite episode is still episode five. And a lot of it's personal, you know, like of what it, what that episode means to me, what it kind of drew out of me personally, too. So um, episode seven, again, it, it, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, your thoughts on it and what made this or why this made it as your favorite episode of the series so far. Um, so we'll get into that. But uh, first, let's uh, just get some of our initial thoughts in this episode. Um I thought it was a fun episode. Uh, one, a couple things I really, really loved was the uh, throwbacks to the first Karate Kid movie. Um, it opens up with a great one with uh, basically throwing back to you know, Miyagi uh, training Daniel. Um, and they play the fun little music when they're on the beach. And we're, that's the first time Daniel sees Mr. Miyagi doing the crane. But in the show, it's, it's Daniel, <laughs> Daniel uh, showing Robbie... Um, all these different things, the wax on, wax off technique, the side to side window, um, how to use a floor sweeper. Um, and one of the funniest things that I saw, uh, so he's showing Robbie how to do all these things and we know what's going on, right? The viewer, at least the people who have seen karate, the karate kid films, we know what's going on. So we know all this is going to play into a certain way, but he showed him how to, how to use a tire jack too, or car jack there too. And then he's even stapling papers, and he can't even do that right. <laughs> no kidding! Oh my god! He was looking through the window, like, nah, he fucked that up too. God damn it! I gotta show him how to do that. Every single thing, every single thing. I had to, I had to tell him to fuck off a long time ago. Holy shit! Well, no, that was super funny though. That was great. And I love the, I love the little look Amanda gives him. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was again. That was just the opening sequence. But again, to all of us, we know better. But yes, if you're a Robbie, what the heck are you thinking? It's like I can't even staple papers right. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes out a little bit later. We'll, we'll probably get into that in our discussion. But um, and the other throwback that I like was Danny, uh, or Danny, <laughs> Daniel and Allie having their date at the the Gulfin, the Gulfin. What is it called? 
Golf and stuff. Golf and stuff. All right, yeah. Um, and they played the, the your '80s music again. They played the, the same music they did back then too. Um, we get to see Johnny and Miguel have some uh, good things happen to them, and uh, we also see Robbie uh, kind of emerge uh, too as as a new player to the game that is uh, to be you know to be aware of. So uh, again, fun episode for me. What I, I without getting into too much detail. Uh, and how, why you you think this is your favorite episode of the series so far? What are your initial thoughts? Um, I mean, I, I had a lot of those points in my final my final thoughts, so I'll get into that uh, okay. when the time comes. Um, but there's so much in this episode that uh, I took away personally from personal experience. Yep, and it also, like I said, it paid great. They have great parallels in this episode uh, to the original. Yeah. So they give the fans, um, and, I, and I know I can't be the only one who pulls stuff like this away from you know watching this series because there's a lot of fans of Cobra Kai now, oh, yeah. uh, especially now. But um, they they touch on certain subjects, and those are my three uh, techniques here that I'll talk about. Um, they talk about three different subjects that's really that's really important. I think, I don't know. Uh, at least to me personally, it was. So, uh, it's just, again, it's, it's that a part of the episode that makes me, may, makes me kind of think. Yeah. And then it gives me the fan service of the original, uh, trilogy again. And with the perfect songs, uh, you know, <laughs> like how they open this, open the episode yeah. and the date sing, uh, young hearts by commuter. I think it is. And, uh, Look at you knowing the title uh, and it, artist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I might have listened to that song a lot this summer. So, um, but yeah, so that's uh, those are my initial. Okay. Thoughts. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's uh, get into it. And uh, for everyone who's been waiting to hear the wild cards crane technique moment, you're gonna wait a little bit longer because I'm gonna get mine out of the way first because mine is so brief. <laughs> All right, and it's still my show. Wake up and smell the coffee, Mister Larusso. But you think you can rely on that crane crap? But <laughs> my crane technique is a very simple one, um, and I, I kind of purposely chose my moments throughout this uh, this episode to be fairly simple because I'm I've been waiting to hear what you have to say about this episode too, Wildcard. So my crane technique moment is um, <laughs> it's a dumb one, but we alluded it to uh, alluded to it earlier uh, in the past episode. But this is the first, I always say first appearance, but it's not an appearance in this case. It's the first time we hear the hawk sound effect (laughs) for Hawk when he shows off his brand new, I don't know what you call it, but for lack of better terms or my ignorance in in the tattoo world, um, like a full full piece of tattoo on his entire back of a hawk with his with its wings spread open and as soon as it comes out he takes his gi off in front of the students you hear the (laughs) (laughs) um and again that does come into play again and we we saw we said it was probably over the top but it fits i don't know why but it does it fits perfectly it just fits with the tone of the show you know yeah um but you know hawks is big thing everyone's like oh my god that that's you know they're amazed stunned but then Hawk comes back a little bit to reality, and he's like, "Just don't tell my parents." 
<laughs> it'll have to wear a t-shirt at least through college at least <laughs> but um yeah very simple that's my crane technique what did you think of that moment when you heard the the hawk sound effect yeah like I said, it's so over the top but it for some <laughs> crazy reason it works so well it just yeah. works so well they do that with so, nothing else they do that with nothing right. else <laughs> and it's that's got to be uh, whoever thought of that, I just want to shake their hand because that's just a, <laughs> it's a great, it, it doesn't fit with anything to do with the show whatsoever, but mm-hmm. it fits so perfect. Um, but I mean, it's a great back, a great, great back tattoo. I mean, it's pretty, it <laughs> looks pretty cool. So he had a, he had a good, uh, good tattoo artist done. Uh, but out, but you're right. It, it was funny how he quickly like, uh, yeah, just don't tell my folks I got to wear a t-shirt. Probably like he's through college. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, there's my crane technique. What what is yours? Let's, let's 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 all now put our cell phones down. Okay. If you're streaming this in the background while you're doing dishes, turn the water down a little bit. Get the clanking out of the way. If you have your headphones on, you probably got full access to this thing. If you're in the car, pull over so you can <laughs> so you can hear the thoughts now. <laughs> Wildcard, we've built it up. For multiple episodes now, this is your favorite. Let's hear your crane technique. Well, the first uh, thing I like to talk about was uh, when they show uh, Johnny, and he's he kicks Hawk in the leg. You know, like you know, uh, strengthen your your base, Hawk. Yeah. And then uh, he <laughs> he looks at the the young Virgin kid <laughs> that he calls Virgin. And uh, he's like, did you just flinch? <laughs> and then he, fl- he goes at the black kid and he flinches. He's like, oh, God, we got a room full of flinchers. Yep. And everyone, he's like, yes, sensei. He's like, that wasn't a question. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that I love, uh, he's like, you know, we got to unflinch this group, right? Right. And, of course, he picks Miss Robinson, who probably is going <laughs> to... That girl can throw a punch, but she has a, a you know he dubs her like Miss Robinson, unflinched this group, very yeah. cool, yeah, direct. I mean, and that's and talk about such an old school lesson from Johnny, um, but he's I mean he's right. If you're doing this, you're gonna you gotta get hit in the face. You gotta you can't be flinching like that. That's it's overcoming that part of the of of the fear, right? Because that's all about karate. You're gonna get kicked in the face. Like, yeah, you're gonna get kicked in the face. Um, <laughs> But the, what really made me think about that is I think he was uh, – Johnny is teaching one of his – again, this is Johnny's Cobra Kai. Yeah. So we see a lot of parallels. Uh, we see a lot of uh, lessons that he exudes from his Cobra Kai in this episode. And later on when he makes his uh, – does his appeal, yeah. um, he doesn't give like a bullshit answer. It is very one thousand percent genuine that he's talking about where he he's like you got a bunch of dorks and he's like well unique <laughs> he cracks his own well unique <laughs> kids um, but they're they're helping him just as much as he's helping them right now and he, he's one thousand percent right where he's seen some some success stories already with Miguel and Miss Robinson. Right. And, you know, these are two kids that were having trouble. And look where they are currently. Miguel's looked at as a badass in school. Yep. Uh, and 
and you know, Aisha, we haven't seen the effects uh, through her personal relationships but at you school tell. yet. Yeah, yeah. But there is a difference. It's oh, coming. Yeah. She's ready. She's like, she is ready. She's just uh, biding her time, I would say, for the right opportunity. Um, but it's it's a good lesson too because I always felt like, uh, I don't know. I think you should get in a fight. Every once, you know, in your lifetime, yeah, because uh, you you got to you got to know what's going on. You got to know again. You got to know how it feels, right? Um, you got to know, okay, is, is this was it worth it? First of all, probably not. You know, I don't. I think really a lot of fights are are avoidable, but sometimes they're not. Right, and you you can't be afraid to, to you know to stick up for yourself and uh, and if you get your ass kicked, folks, let me tell you this: uh, no one's undefeated. <laughs> All right. There is very select number of, of uh, I guess, what's his name? Boxer now, Mayweather. He's undefeated, but he's a little bitch. Um, <laughs> personal feeling, folks. You can't just hit people and run away. Mayweather's a little bitch. Uh, don't get me started on that. Um, but other, I mean, there's, uh, well, let's see, uh, uh, Rocky Marciano. He was undefeated, whatever. Uh, but you know that was probably before the, the uh, the time of the greatest heavyweight era ever with Muhammad Ali and all them. Um, but that's just why they had that fictional fight. But uh, but anyways, um, I think everyone should get in a fight. It's it's gonna happen. You're gonna get your ass kicked. But I tell you what, uh, it, it teaches you a lot. Uh, you get a little tougher because of it. There's nothing wrong now. If it's a it's an ongoing thing, then you know what you might have a little anger problem, and you might, you know, if it continued down that path, you're probably you're asked, probably gonna be in jail. So uh, <laughs> it's 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 something that you should you should experience at least, especially when you're young. Um, it, that's just gonna happen. You know, you're not you don't have the the finely tuned skills of you know to, of reason, <laughs> especially when you're young. So, I mean, the more like the likelihood of when you if you're going to get in a fight, it's going to be when you're young. And plus, you're going to heal quicker. So not, <laughs> nothing wrong with the it. Resilience. Um, right. The resilience of nothing youth. wrong with it. And that's why, I mean, John tells punch him in the face. And then, you know, he's like, well, we got a bleeder, <laughs> you know, and because like, no, he's like, well, yeah, there's there's lots of blood, but that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> but it's. Again, it's just, you know, t- it's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I-, I think it's a great lesson to teach, especially his version of, of Cobra Kai. Uh, he's teaching his students, especially in this powder puff uh, society we live in today, toughen up a little bit. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's going to make you better. Don't be don't be afraid. I think that's what a lot of people, they're just afraid Yeah. Uh, of a little pain. Of anything that doesn't feel good, <laughs> I mean, bottom line. So if uh, you know you're out there and you you end up getting in a fight and you lose, hey, tell you what, it's gonna happen. It happens. Um, so don't feel bad. I've got my ass kicked a couple times. Uh, did I deserve it? Probably. <laughs> I'll say that. But um, again, that's it teaches you a lesson. It, it humbles you pretty quick too. Because when you're when you when when you're an arrogant asshole, which I was, folks, or I'm not gonna lie here, you know, especially this is my military career. Um, plus, there was alcohol involved, so it's never a good combination. Uh, I'm telling you all what not to do. So <laughs> learn from the wild card, and you know, <laughs> don't uh, don't be arrogant. Don't drink. It's only it's a bad combination. 
but you know it's uh but no it it, it teaches you a lesson and you know I, you kind of feel a little tougher afterwards i'm not gonna lie uh if i uh if i could i'd probably participate in some kind of uh, uh some kind of comp- athletic competition where it's like i don't know if it's like ufc or you know that, that kind of stuff I wouldn't mind doing something like that nowadays. I don't know why. I would just want to get kicked in the face or something. <laughs> uh, but I just I feel like I want to get tough, uh, tough it up even more. And again, that's the beauty of the show. It makes it inspires me. So you know, if a year from now, when uh, hopefully this COVID thing kind of chills the fuck out um, and we can have a normal life, I wouldn't mind doing something like that. Something like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, holy cow! Uh, that's that, that's breaking news. This is real news. Yeah. This isn't politics. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of lot of good points uh, on just that. And again, that was pretty much near the beginning of the episode too. Um, and that was pretty quick, right? It yeah. was maybe like two minutes, not yeah. even that long. No, right, and and it it shows the it literally shows uh, the philo- the two philosophies in uh, Miyagi Do Karate. Um, because a lot of it, uh, after, after Daniel went through the, the motions with, uh, Robbie in the car place and he, you know, Daniel even smiles and, um, says, I love this part when Robbie gets, gets upset at him. Um, and he shows, you know, shows him what he just learned. Uh, and it's all defensive, right? It's all defensive stuff that he taught him. And then you flip right over to the, uh, to Cobra Kai and you see the other philosophy, you know, the, 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 the throwing a punch, but also being able to take a hit. Whereas, you know, Miyagi-Do, it's all defending it, so you don't even have to, you know, worry about it per, per se. Um, but Cobra Kai just throws you into it. Says you're, you're, at some point, you're going to have it. Like you said, no one's undefeated. Um, you're going to have it happen to you, so, so take it. <laughs> Get that fear that is so crippling. Fear is so crippling. Um get that out of the way, get it out of your system, know what it feels like so that you can move on. And for a lot of people, they can't even do that. Um, and again, I'm not saying it's, it's, um, you're, you're a bad person for that, or you're less of an individual for that, but it's, it's just the way it is. Some people can't get past that fear. Um, you reminded me of, uh, Jordan, um, on, you know, learning to like learning to fail and stuff. And, uh, one of his quotes is I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. You know, so right there. I mean, that's from the greatest basketball player ever, <coughs> ever in Michael Jordan. Um, and you know the career he's had. And it's so awesome. Because, uh, who was it? It was Bill Burr. Bill Burr was talking about failure essentially too recently. Um, and it's like then compared to now, then Jordan was on a team that was not, it, it sucked, not good at all. And he was a star player and he emerged immediately as the star player in like the league. Um, but he couldn't get past a certain point and despite his personal success in the game and his dominance in the game, he still couldn't get, he couldn't get that title. He couldn't get into those playoffs or whatnot. Um, you know, they call it the, the Detroit obstacle. They don't call that. I just called it that, (laughs) but the Detroit obstacle, he couldn't get past that team. And what did he do? 
he stuck with it. Surprisingly enough, he stuck with it. He got he went into the gym. He worked himself up. He got uh, more fit so he could take the hit, as Johnny Lawrence is illustrating in Cobra Kai, uh, from those right. Detroit Pistons. He built. Well, the- not only not only did he build himself up, you know, to take the hit, but he. I mean, he's like, I want to administer, diminish yeah. the pain. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's see that's the that's the killer mentality where okay you're gonna build yourself because you got it like again you got to take the hit but he wants to do some damage right <laughs> yeah and then he built his team up around him i'll make it short here but uh built his team up around him and they what it, we know what happened you know they they defeated the bullies of the league the detroit pistons to the point where they shame walked off the court and i don't care what isaiah thomas says they they you know, they turned and just left because they were so upset that they were finally defeated, uh, arguably at their own game, and they were bested by far. That series that Bulls dominated when they finally learned. And then, and again, going back to what Bill Burr was saying, he's like, nowadays, nowadays what happens? You don't win an NBA title, so what do you do? You find a team, and you go to that team. You And then that team either buys more players, and then they win. So he was saying, uh, uh, what's the, 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 the Netflix series that's out with Jordan, which is a phenomenal series uh, in and of itself, too, by the way. Um, last Dance. Yeah, The Last Dance. He was like saying, it's like if the NBA players now they, that they've seen that, they goes, I want that, too. I want that to be to be part of my life. And it's going to end right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I had all this hardship. I couldn't win. I couldn't win. So what did I do? Uh, I went to another team and we won and we bought more players and we won. That is so inane, dude. That is so stupid. It's like cheating, which is a major reason why I still don't like the NBA today. Um, because that's all they have to do. They just go, they go to the Lakers, right? They go to whatever team has the money and they win their titles. And I don't know if it's earned, you know, I'm, I'm not on that level. I get that. But at least comparing it to what I saw when I saw people who, who, who were loyal, who had everything against them, including management and upper management to stick with it for that far to develop and not only get better, but perfect their skill set to the point where they dominated for six of those championships. And now people just kind of go wherever the heck they want. Baseball too. It's it's a totally different, it's a totally different mentality. And I don't like it. <laughs> you know, and I guess that's me being, you know, what do they call it? The angry old man now or whatever, but that's just what I grew up with. I was like, you know, you you persevere, right? We've talked about this before. You've talked about this before. You put the work in, you know, and Daniel mentions it in this episode too with the bonsai tree cutting with Robbie. And it was cool because Robbie was like, well, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but um, huh. he basically calls and it's like, you're the tree, you know, see what you want yourself to be and then make it happen. You know, so both philosophies, Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai, very, like you, you alluded to this earlier, there, there are a lot of parallels. It's a little bit different philosophy to get there, but they're still parallel with the goals. Um, so great take, great, great uh, crane technique moment there, uh, sir. Um, and I think a lot of more of this, we'll, we'll be revisiting this uh, with, with the other two uh, techniques that we're covering as well, but... Um, but yeah, just just a lot of lot of great things that you can take from this episode, and we're not even a third into the episode. <laughs> All this happened, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Oh, that was a little close. Drum technique, understand? 
Oh, yeah. Drum technique. Yeah, let me try. Let's go to our drum technique. And again, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, do the first one for all these because I, I want to hear what you're saying. I'll keep mine as brief as possible because you're the draw here. Um, but my drum technique <laughs> was, was, it was Robbie. And I basically just said, Robbie's making it happen. Um, again, Daniel, what I was saying earlier was showing him how to do the bonsai trees. And he says, you know, you had a clear head cause Robbie just wasn't getting it. So he says, clear head of everything. All you see is the tree. See what you want the tree to look like. And make it happen. And Robbie's good and getting to it. He says, "That's a metaphor, isn't it?" <laughs> you know. Um, he says, "Yeah." It's like the metaphor, you know, the bonsai is like feelings or something like that. He says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, Daniel. It, it's it's you. You're the tree, Robbie." Um, and that's so that's so that's so, it's brilliant in a way too, in its simplicity as well. Um, you know, if you want something, see yourself getting it, and make it happen. Do what you got to do. Put in the work and Robbie in this episode you see him before we were talking about is he playing the con the long con is he you know wanting to be a, a different person we weren't really sure well now I think in this episode it comes very clear that Robbie is wanting to be different he wants to choose a different path than what he's been shown in his entire life to this point and thank goodness for, uh, you know, someone like Daniel coming into his life at this moment to help him. Because with his loser friends, it could have really quickly gotten a lot worse very quickly. And it would just would have just been damaging. But right now he has a moment to to make a, a positive uh, point in his life. And we're 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 lucky enough to see it um, come from Daniel. And it's not like he's got to stay with Daniel the entire time. You know, I'm hoping he gets back with uh, his dad as well as the series progresses. But for now, this is what it takes for him to get to initiate that path. Um, and thank goodness uh, Daniel's there for Robbie. Um, any comments on that? No, you made a good. You made uh, that's. I like this episode too because this is actually the first time, personally. And maybe some of the other viewers that you actually really like Robbie because before having seen him in this episode, um, he's kind of a punk. Yeah. You know, he's, he's just, there's really, there was really nothing likable about him. He was just a kid having a rough time and, and doing, you know, with his, you know, he's got messed up parents. He's got dumbass friends. <laughs> How the hell he met those two fucking idiots oh my god the, the white kid the white kid especially drives me insane in yeah. this episode just the, how ugly he is he's like well do you ever have one of the last kid i'm just oh yeah. it just he was just i would love to kick that kid's ass um but i'll give him credit i didn't think he i mean he had some moves even though they weren't that good uh because i think the first punch he throws is just watch it it's like he misses by about five feet i'm like yeah you suck kid um but it's uh but no i think this is one of the first episodes where you can really the audience really can start pulling for robbie um he's had a bad you know childhood he's went into this the whole daniel uh job thing and uh what do you want a false false pretense but he's quickly learning 
uh, stuff that I mean, he's going with it because he, you know, he's looking for that type of, he's looking for some kind of father figure. Right. He did go back to Johnny. Um, you yeah, know, it just yeah. it was a classic awful timing that he just did. Uh, but he's so he's looking for that some kind of figure, and sure, you know, and luckily Daniel was looking for you know it just happened to be in karate like things happen for a reason, good right. timing, right? So he uh, he's definitely finding uh, his leadership. But again, I, if I was Robbie, I probably would have told Daniel to fuck off a long time ago, correcting <laughs> me after every single fucking job I did. Oh my god, that was that's so funny, but it drives me crazy. I'm like every come on, dude, everything. Oh God. Wow, <laughs> but uh, but again, maybe that's why I felt bad for Robbie too. I'm like, man, what a fucking asshole, Daniel. Jesus Christ, man. Even Miyagi wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, the, the the other parallel we didn't we mentioned it, but I loved. Um, it was more intense in this in this one because Robbie just got done waxing the car lot, waxing mm-hmm. the car lot, and this isn't a little driveway that Miyagi had. This is an auto lot. And Robbie says, I'm done. And Danny, I knew I knew what was coming. But Danny was like, oh yeah? Both lots? There's more than one lot? Oh my god. <laughs> Just he had big. to do the entire other big. lot? Oh my god. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, you know, so Robbie he 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 stuck with it though. He stuck with it and uh it, again, you know, with uh, we were we talked about moments where like you gotta wait, 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 and is, is there a payoff? There was a definite payoff, and and <laughs> stupid, but Robbie's payoff one word was, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> After he realized all the stuff he learned, which was a cool moment, by the way, uh, when Daniel did yeah. the, the in his little dojo, um, and Robbie at that point right there, that's that's like allegiance. Robbie's he's all in, I think, um. Well, yeah, again, I should say him. all in, not, totally not quite at this point, because he's still, he's still, you know, pursued by the loser friends and stuff. But um, he makes his mind up pretty quickly later on too about that. So, um, okay, <laughs> so your drum technique, wild card, bestow us upon that knowledge. I hate when I try to think of cool things to say and it comes out like that. <laughs> bestow us upon your knowledge. What an idiot! But go ahead. What's your drum technique? Oh, Jim. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, so this next one I'll discuss. Uh, it's, again, I've probably talked about it before in prior episodes, but uh, it really gets more in-depth in this one. Uh, it progresses yet again is the whole Miguel-Johnny relationship. Uh, yeah. I love their, it's a great, it's 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 almost a, it's, it's obviously a, a student-teacher relationship. Uh, it's a father type slash son relationship. I mean, I don't think they're looking for a dad or, or you know a kid exactly because um, you know I think Miguel's obviously he's he's got his family or whatever, uh, right. but maybe I mean he's looking for a dad, uh, a father figure too, uh, and he's finding that in, in the ultimate badass of Johnny Lawrence, and uh, but it's I love the whole thing. Uh, where Miguel goes to him in the middle of um, Miss Robinson unflinching the group. Right. <laughs> so he's like, this is a good time. Uh, he goes to Johnny and he asks for some date advice yeah. uh, for uh, for his date uh, with Sam. 
and he's telling her or like or actually you know to ask her out he wants to ask her out and he doesn't know if he should and <laughs> as miguel's describing uh her to sam johnny is on a repeat mode and <laughs> asks like four times or three times in a row he's like is she hot <laughs> he's like well she's smart is she hot he said she's smart and she's brilliant yeah but is she hot he's like yeah she's hot <laughs> because let's face it that's what's most important right now to johnny <laughs> that's, you know, back in the day is she hot that's that's what's important um She's but, hot, uh, she's hot was, and all that other stuff. <laughs> right. And all the, yeah, oh, that's perfect. That's right. <laughs> and all that other <laughs> So, but yeah, then, you know, he tells me, goes like, he's like, you're, uh, all the chicks want to date a Cobra Kai. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> he said that. Because back in high school, all the chicks wanted to date a Cobra Kai. Uh, he was, they were like the, they were the, the it kids in, in that high school. And, uh, it's, he gives, uh, he gives, or Miguel's telling him about the date and what he's got planned. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, you can just see the look on Johnny's face. Like, the only part of that <laughs> that made sense is three way. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Well, again, it's, and then he's like, he, he's like, you know what? Take, uh, you, you, I'll give you a place. This is where I used to take all my dates. He's like, where's that? And then, He's got the little grin. He, he needs, you know, nodding his head. And then they play the song, yeah. Young Hearts by Commuter, and it's golf and stuff. And <clears throat> again, that that just shows like he's he wants this kid to have fun tonight, obviously. Right. And this Genuine, is his you personal know? recommendation of where to take a girl. And you know, he tell uh, Sam pulls up. You know, they're getting out of the car, and she's like, I can't believe I'm going to come here. And it's like, oh, we can go somewhere else. He's like, no, 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 I love this place. I'm like, see, Johnny still knows. It's a great it's a great first date place. I'm yeah. sorry, it's a great first date place. Yeah. So Johnny gave the kid some great advice. Um, So they come back, uh, but, you know, uh, after Johnny, Johnny goes to, you know, try to get the band lifted on Cobra Kai, uh, wins it even with Daniel Lurie, and that's that's a very cool scene, too. We'll talk yes, about that later. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, he gets back to the dojo and Johnny's having a beer, doing a karate kick. He's feeling it. And then <laughs> just as, as he gets back, Miguel gets there and, and he's like, who's the man? <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm the man. He's like, oh, shit. Are you the man, too? He's like, I'm the man. He's like, I crushed the date. And, you know, he's like, I, I crushed, crushed the, the meeting. <laughs> right. So it, it was, you know, they went there to celebrate. And, you know, you could tell they were both excited. They both, they couldn't wait to tell each other uh, what had just yeah, happened. Yeah. And Miguel's like, Miguel's a good kid. He's like, hey, you want a banquet? <laughs> He'll give you a banquet. <laughs> and he's like, no. So Johnny grabs, uh, you know, the, the hard stuff, the good stuff. And he, he gives, uh, pours a shot for Miguel. Yeah. In a little red cup. And he's like, <laughs> in a little, you know, plastic cup. Yep. That's how, that's how, that's how Johnny does it. He's not that rich. But, um, He's like, uh, Miguel smells it. He's like, oh, God. He's like, he's like, drink it. He's like, It'll put hair in your balls. <laughs> That's a good thing? Miguel, he's like, Miguel, Miguel's like, is that a good thing? He's like, yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> but the innocence of which Miguel says it, he's like, is that a good thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, and, you know, they have, and that's how the episode closes. You know, they take the shot. But what a great moment for them. They're celebrating. You know, Johnny is, 
you know, that's one of the, you know, I don't have any kids. So, uh, but that was, that's one thing I would, you know, uh, it's a great experience to, to do with like your, I think for your kid for the first time, give him a little shot. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, you're with him, you know, they had a great, they're great reason to celebrate for both of them. Um, but you know, the whole a point of that exterior though, of Johnny and Miguel with, you know, uh, Johnny giving Miguel advice on the date, Miguel giving Johnny advice about not letting, you know, we'll go fight for Cobra Kai, you know, to lift the ban was you know, never accept defeat. Yes. And that's another big thing I took out of this episode. And, like, and he had touched about it before is people are so willing to quit and take the easy way out. You're going to lose. You're going to fail. Yeah, folks. Um, the most successful people in the world, they failed multiple times. Many, many, many times they failed. But they keep pushing. They keep, you know, uh, persevering. And you learn from each mistake. So right. never accept defeat. Uh, no matter what obstacles ahead of you, whether it's it's from a girl's standpoint um, or, you know, career-wise, uh, never accept it. It's it's only uh, going to make you better. So don't take the easy way out. Um, put some work in. Uh, it, it's, it'll pay off. But there is a process. Yeah. <laughs> put the work in. It'll, it'll, it'll eventually happen. You know, pr- and the, uh, I, I, and I think it was, I think it was Vince Lombardi. So, I, you know, I'm not a diehard Packer fan. So forgive me if that's not him uh, <laughs> who said this, but, and he's like, uh, it's like practice doesn't make perfect. It's perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. So, you know, just because you're going through the motions, that's all you're doing. But you got to be willing <laughs> to put the, you know, the perfect practice in uh, to get the results you want. So if you're not legitimately putting any good quality work in, don't lie to yourself and say, well, this is the reason I'm putting the work in. No, you're not. You know yourself you're not legitimately putting the work in. You're, you're going through the motions. So, um, we uh, but so I digress. I mean, this is what <laughs> we read what we saw, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is, uh, again, I took that out of the whole Miguel Johnny relationship. Uh, yeah. that's that was the whole point of, I think, uh, this episode of demonstrating that was they're teaching each other and with each other, uh, they will, they're never accepting defeat. Come, time learned special Miyagi family kata. Now, you ready. Like all bonsai found in tree, all karate found in this kata. Come, together we do kata. And I'm going to go into my kata moment right now. Um, I'm not going to comment on your drum technique because that is my kata moment as well. Um, my kata moment that I pinpoint was Miguel, the Miguel and Johnny relationship. They won. Uh, they had a big victory not the war right this is this is a big but it's still a big win for them to get under their belts um i put in the you know the philosophy do not accept defeat you gotta overcome and we've seen miguel from episode one all of his uh hardships um what the kind of lifestyle he's coming from um what he needs and what johnny's bringing to him that symbiotic relationship that they have together too, father, son figure, arguably, um, and they're working together um, to help each other out. You know, how many times have we mentioned before in past episodes where Miguel is offering Johnny advice, you know, and um, it's because Miguel's bought into it. He's, he's all, he's all in with this guy. Um, And for good reasons, as we see, you know, 
you know, a lot of uh, it's it's awesome to see because we only know Johnny in that one movie, uh, the first Karate Kid film, and he was a, he was a bully, you know, and he may have made his first moments of a, a turn in the Karate Kid Part Two when he defies his sensei, um, but we didn't get to see what the rest of ha- the rest that happens to him. We pick up, you know, fast forward many many years, and we see where he's at now. But they were able to help each other out. Um, and he's making a difference. And then this episode too, when he's talking to the panel about Cobra Kai, he's telling them that this is his Cobra Kai. He doesn't know Terry Silver <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> he 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 refuses to be John Kreese. Um, and he said this is his Cobra Kai. So it, it's great moments that they have with each other because they're teaching each other. He's there for them, and like you said too, um, they're there for for Johnny. And Miguel is the perfect person to uh, symbolize that in this entire series because of their relationship and because of the main characters on the show. Um, but in the same breath, you know, on a different level, because, you know, Johnny's going through things on a one level. And you mentioned it, too, where this this uh, overcoming defeat is it could be applied to like a girl, uh, a relationship, we'll just say um, your career. Uh, whatever the case may be, right? We're going to lose. We have our failures, which it's, it's, you got to learn from it. If you learn from it, then you'll be able to start to be, to be, to be able to overcome these things. So um, on a different level, Miguel is, he's trying to win the girl. (laughs) And, and I don't know about you. It sounds like you're, you, you did too, but I just had so much fun watching those two on their date I'm not like a creeper or anything like that, but you could tell they were just having fun. And uh, they were playing a lot of the games that uh, Daniel and Allie were playing too, including the, uh, what, what do you call that hot, hot, hockey game that they were playing? Hockey? Not air hockey. What, air hockey. hockey. <laughs> air, whatever. It's yeah, hockey. I know that air hockey is like the thing with the discs too, but it's it's the panel oh, actually yeah. turning the handles of the hockey players. But they even give a, give each other similar glances that they do from the first mm-hmm. movie too, you know. Um, but and that that music really really made a made it just a fun genuine moment, and it was really great to see them uh, come together finally too. And I don't know, not everyone loves Sam at this point either, but. Um, my initial reaction, I forgot to mention this, my initial reaction when uh, uh, when he said don't accept defeat, Miguel tried asking her on in a date, and she said no. And I'm like, after I heard the, heard the reason why, I was like, oh, that stupid Kyler. He's still messing it up for Miguel <laughs> because that was the reason she gave him. Because after everything with Kyler put me through, I was like, I'm just taking a break for a while. And um, Miguel hears the voice of Johnny, says don't accept defeat. And he goes back and just does a little bit of a twist, right? Um, and this is uh, this shows the purity of Miguel too. Just what a good kid this this kid is. He says, "Well, what if we just go to a place we happen to be there? No one else around. It just happens to be us. Just you know, just to hang out." <laughs> and she goes, "This sounds like a date." Yeah, but it's not. You know, <laughs> it's not him. He just wants to just to spend time with her, just to have fun. And she agrees. But just to see that that um, that simple joy or just the simple happiness that they can bring out in each other. It was really fun, really good, and deservedly so for Miguel, and I'll say Sam as well too. And then when it comes all to fruition, when you when you when you see them back at the dojo, and again I know we just talked about it, but that's in my moment intertwined with yours there. Yeah, you see you see Lawrence doing the karate kick. You know he's he's just having fun. He's like I'm the man. He did it because he did, and he did it with Miguel's help too, because he was going into there with his awesome briefcase, mind you. 
which really <laughs> put him on a dumpster. <laughs> with his really put him over the top, made him look real professional. Um, but he was able to overcome Daniel uh, for the first time. And you got to think about that. Daniel is what made him what he was. And he was never quite able to overcome that to the point where he didn't want to see Daniel in the first episode to fix his car for free or offer him a good deal on a new car. He didn't want anything to do with Daniel. This is his first victory over Daniel when they went head to head. He did other things, right? He 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 pooped on his his uh billboard. He drew the penis on the billboard and everything like that. Those aren't victories. Those are just tactics or whatever, right? But this time he went head to head with Daniel on another cerebral level and he won. He beat Daniel. And it was very very cool to see that happen for Lawrence. Um, and that's going to hopefully elevate him and his character even more so because he's he's now aware that he can win in a different way. Because before he was just going to beat he was going to beat their butts, right? He says, "Well, if anyone makes me angry, right. he's going to kick their <laughs> kick their butt." And Miguel wisely said, "I was like, well, maybe we can find a different way." <laughs> it's like, let's try this. Anyone who makes you angry, make a fist. And so what? Just hold it in. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Try that. You know, <laughs> why don't you try holding it in a little bit? And he's like, all right, I'll try. And he did that. He saw him make the fist when Daniel was talking. Um, but uh, Lawrence met him on that again. I call this cerebral, but that mental level. There's other ways to beat people, mind you. We gotta remember that. There's a lot of different ways to win, and. This one worked because Lawrence played the crowd. You know, I shouldn't even say that. He didn't play the crowd. He was honest. And that and yep. that was that was a great thing. He had honesty. He had the truth on his side. He was literally just pleading what he's done. So he wasn't playing the audience, but he was genuine. And outside eyes looking in don't know any better. And I, I, I do want to defend Lawrence on that level, too, where it's, it's warranted. He, he's made a change in his life. And we're seeing it. Daniel's not quite seeing it there yet because of all the past history. Um, and that history, it's hard to its hard to turn a blind eye on some of that stuff that you've gone through in our lives um, to give people those second chances when you're the one who saw that. So I, I get Daniel and where he's coming from. And he came to the point out where he walked out of the, the meeting in a rush, obviously frustrated, but he said, congratulations. Uh, you know, probably sarcastically, he didn't really mean it. it wasn't genuine, but he knew he got beat. And now I'm anxious to see how Daniel comes back from a defeat like that on a different level for Mr. Lawrence, who he's had every right to usurp to this point because of his status. But Lawrence is able to come out with a win. Miguel and Johnny win. Um, I know you've talked about it already, but before we move to your kata technique, anything else you want to add? um that that's i mean that's i didn't even realize that uh yeah johnny yeah this is the first time he actually beat danny uh daniel like that right and uh yeah it's it's good to see that you know there's there's like you said the main point i think out of all this is there's more than there's uh there's better ways to get the results you want done um there's not even if you only know how to beat people up uh <laughs> learn some other techniques because there's more than one way to get your point across. And he came off as, like you said, he was very 1000% uh, genuine in his response right. to the committee. 
So he didn't even have to bullshit. He did like, <laughs> look, I'm just gonna tell I'm just gonna tell him what is really going on. And you know, and I think as he was saying it, that was the first time he actually uh admitted it to himself, which was perfect timing. Uh, you know, could because I think that's why it came off as so genuine, but he finally like admitted this uh out loud where like you said, I mean, he saw he's, he's these kids are really having an effect on him, and this is like he had nothing to do. He's like, yeah, I don't even know who Terry Silver is, but shout out to <laughs> Terry Silver for his first uh, mention in this episode. Yeah. Um. Uh, so you know, the fans want Terry Silver. I want Terry Silver. <laughs> uh. You know, talk about the the greatest villain in Karate Kid history is is Terry. <laughs> Silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and he just—he has so many classic lines. But anyway, oh god, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I like that JoJo. Um, I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I was gonna do it louder, but the the levels on my mic are instantly red when I did that. So I. <laughs> oh, um. Uh, <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, I was gonna do that. I I couldn't think of her name. He's like, tell Ramona. I said, well, hello. How do you know about Ramona? I know. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Anything else you need? Yeah. Make his knuckles bleed. Oh, I like that, Johnny. <laughs> I'm gonna use them. Oh, he's got the perfect laugh too. Oh, oh God! Man. I remember Matt wanting to make him Hollywood. Matt wanted to make him Joker, based on that one scene. Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, you missed that casting. Hollywood. I may have exaggerated, but you'll never know. No one's gonna man. fact check me. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. So the last one is the. Miguel and Sam uh, date. Uh, well, just Miguel and Sam in this episode. Sure. Uh, it really so again. This it it epitomizes, I think, the ideal scenario for like if a first date can go very well. That's what happened in this episode. I mean, the first date went amazingly well. Yeah. It was awesome. They both had a great time. Uh, it's and you can see that, and that's what made again these these people the, the people they got to act in this in this series. They they're doing a hell of a job because you know that whole date uh, scene. You could tell they were those two kids were actually having fun. Yeah, they were they, they were having out. fun. You know, the doing doing they did the like I said the the same stuff uh, Daniel and and Allie were doing with the pictures, especially. Yeah, that's I, right. That's I, right. I, I don't know why I, I I particularly love that little scene. Um, <laughs> it's the and the, the the look Miguel gives uh Sam I think is the very last picture where he just he just looks at her like uh there I don't know it's just the look he gave her. Um, you could tell that they were, they were den- genuinely into each other, and yeah. they were like, "Yeah, maybe this isn't a date kind of thing, you know, <laughs> or maybe this is a date kind of thing." Uh, but it was, but at the same time, it it showed, it planted the seeds uh, by showing the separation of class uh, between Sam and and 
and Miguel. Yeah. So they make a couple uh, references where first when Miguel asks her out and she finally agrees, she's like, pick me up at eight. And you know what, son of a bitch, I got a bike. I can't pick you up. Um, so that's embarrassing. I mean, come on, for for kids now, especially nowadays. From you know, when uh, I used to uh, my last job, I used to be a have to go deliver some high schools for some like hand roll towels or whatever. And I'm just looking at the the cars in the lot, Jim. There's like Audis, BMWs, uh, oh, really? all these. In I mean. Really high. I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't the teacher a lot. This is the these kids are driving this. Wow. And I'm like, holy crap, man. So I, I guess I mean cars are. I guess they mean all. I mean nowadays for kids, some kids have like better cars than most adults. I will say that for uh, for whatever <laughs> reason. Um. But it shows, yeah, so, that, I mean, that's the first example. So, right away, and what is Sam driving? Of course, she's driving a white BMW. Um, <laughs> holy shit, what a fucking first, I mean, good job, Daniel, for, right. for hooking that up. <laughs> but, holy shit. Um, but then, you know, the other the other little scene was when she's talking about, when they're, they're talking about the Laker tickets, season tickets. Yeah. And, first of all, to have season tickets to the Lakers. Right. Um. So, okay, quick reference here, folks. This is how small Milwaukee is. Um, I think season tickets for for the Bucks, Jim, yeah, is about. And this is in our brand new Pfizer Forum uh, with the two time defending champ Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, <laughs> MVP. Sorry, two time MVP. Um, uh, season tickets probably anywhere from like thirty five to forty fifty thousand, depending on you know. Holy uh, cow. Yeah, maybe a little bit more too. Eh, you know, I mean, I say up to sixty. Um, season tickets to the Lakers probably get a. It's got a. I want to. I don't. I don't know if I'm saying going to push a million, but I would say starting five hundred thousand minimum. Oh my god. Um, so that I mean, because it's L.A. Yeah. First of all. Yeah, I guess it's the Lakers. And yeah, it's uh. For I mean now, granted maybe Daniel got him through you know what the obviously got him through you know because he has the dealerships yeah. But regardless, those cost a lot of money. Right. And where does she say they're right at half court? Yeah, court side. <laughs> so yeah, too. these are the best of the best. And you see Miguel when she's saying them, then Miguel's like, "Holy!" Oh, I'm like, he kind of feels out of his like he gives a look, an expression like, "Am I I'm out of my league?" kind of thing. Right. But right. what I love about Miguel, how he flips it, he's like, well, you know, uh, I, I sometimes take our clients, you know, to, <laughs> to the games, too. And uh, he tells them his little bullshit program. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but that, uh, that's a great way for Miguel. Uh, Miguel's quick-witted. He thought of that because you could say he saw it on his face that he felt out of his league. Uh, right. And he quickly, no, be yourself. And this is yeah. why she's here. So he, yeah. he was himself and, you know, and then Sam quickly, uh, you know, she, they, cause I think Sam realized that too. Like she felt like, like she was kind of bragging about it. Right. Not right. that she was purposely, but right, right, you know, right. it, it just came off that way. Right. And, but they, they show like, okay, so it's definitely, 
uh, Miguel is obviously not as well off, and Sam is very, uh, she's, she's well off, mm-hmm. bottom line. Um, she's got everything. Um, so it, uh, that was the, I mean, that might have been the, the worst part of the first date, but it kind of was quickly forgotten because they did have so much fun together the yeah. whole the rest of the date. So, yeah. But that's that's what getting uh, that's what first dates are all about. You get to know each other. Um, I've had some very funny first dates, very awful first dates, <laughs> uh, everything in between. Uh, but and again, that and that's what made, and made this episode when that whole scene right there gave me hope, folks. This is the wild card talking. It gave me hope that maybe I still will find Miss Wright out there. Oh. Um, so. It's it's not over. It's not over. I'm come on. I'm only thirty nine. Oh God, no! It's not over. Heck no. But I mean, sometimes when you have those bad first dates, uh, it could feel like it. Like, why the fuck am I doing this shit? What the (laughs) hell's wrong with me? (laughs) Why did I choose you? Go to fucking hell. Oh my god. Uh, um, Oh my god. (laughs) It uh, it drives you crazy. It drives you fucking nuts. Um, But. Again, that's why I love this episode, and that's one of my favorite songs now. Is that uh, "A Young Hearts" by Commuter? Um, I listen to that uh, quite a lot. It's uh, definitely in my playlist. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, this episode it shows like the greatest first date, and uh, it was it was so good to see Miguel and Sam enjoy each other, but also kind of realize okay, they they have some differences. Is it that big a deal? Uh, at the end of the and at the end of the date, no, they at the time you know I think they, either they didn't think about it or they were just uh, they just moved on from it you know yeah but um it uh, it it's it's very cool because the the date also pretty much it's a, it's the exact same parallel as um as Daniel and Allie. Uh, it's just with uh, yeah, role right. reversed. Right, right. So Miguel is is um. Well, actually, no, it's not the roles reversed. It's Miguel is Daniel, and uh, Ali is is Sam. Right. Uh, just reversed only you know, because it's it's Sam's Daniel's daughter, maybe. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Um, so yeah, so you know, Sam's the one that's well off now, and she's slumming it with Miguel, <laughs> like Ali <laughs> slummed it with Daniel. Uh, but they, you know, they. Not that they're, and again, that both of them, they didn't, uh, I don't know, I think they saw it, saw it as slumming it, uh, but it definitely came up uh, in uh, for Ali and Daniel. Uh, that was a, we saw that that became an issue, and Daniel threw that in her face. He's like, what, because I'm not from here or, you know? Right. Uh, and so we saw that. So is that going to happen with um, Miguel and Sam? Uh, they it's it's a seed planted, folks. They they don't do <laughs> shit on not for a reason, right? So, uh, but yeah, it's it it also showed a, that's it showed a good parallel between you know the whole Daniel and uh, and Allie uh, relationship that's going on currently with Miguel and Sam. Yeah, very very good. Uh, <laughs> again, now I, I I think our our listeners can also see why you know. This episode is your favorite. <laughs> you really, you talked a lot from the heart on this one for sure. Um, I won't go into too much because I talked about the Miguel and Sam date as well. But yeah, I mean, it, it just came through that genuineness. That's a dumb word. 
uh, the purity <laughs> of their uh, fun, you know, and um, all they did was um, they were just they just they were just each other. You know, they didn't have to put on a facade. Uh, Miguel was able just to be himself. Sam uh, was able just to be herself. They maybe made some moments or some uh, mistakes during their first date, but they ran with it. And the, the fact that they had so much fun with each other, uh, they were bringing smiles out of each other, um, just showed that, God dang, it can still happen. You know, I mean, this is what happens when you find a good person to hang out with or to be around. You, you, you can just have fun and all the other crap in the world can be forgotten. So I hope this little friendship with them... Uh, goes further because it was really, really good to see um, that pure happiness and pure joy coming from them. And all they were doing was hanging out. So uh, good luck, uh, Sam and Miguel. <laughs> um, I mm-hmm. hope it goes further for you too. And uh, great moment uh, as well, dude. I appreciate that. And for the record, um, when you have uh, another first date wild card. And you actually you, you mentioned it to me or anything like that. I'm gonna let you know right now. My first question to you will be Is she hot? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me whatever you want, but I will not I will only say that until you give me an answer. Great episode for me. I thought it was a lot of fun. The throwbacks were awesome. Um, a lot of the stuff that we've talked about, a lot of good values and lessons can be learned in this episode too. Um, so again, please watch this series. Pull out what you need to from the series. See on what level it speaks to you on because that's how good the show this is. It really is. Um, the last thing I'll mention for the wrap-up is, dude, we are going to see an All-Valley Tournament. <laughs> you know, and that was yeah. always been on the floor. You know, is it going to happen? But we're going to see an All Valley tournament because Cobra Kai did come back. Their lifetime ban was was abolished, so they're back in. We're seeing Robbie come in as an emerging player, so we know if Cobra Kai is in it, Daniel's going to start thinking, okay, where's my where's my entrant? And that's going to be Robbie. We we have to think that. And for for you know all intents purposes. Sam let out this awesome move that I rewound like three times just so I could see it that she did to Miguel, like literally spinning herself in the air and dropping him. So I'm not, I'm going to say maybe even Sam's going to be in the All-Valley Tournament for crying out loud. Um, But we will have an All-Valley Tournament. Um, Hopefully it's this season. I don't want to give spoilers out quite yet. Um, But we'll hope we have that to look forward to with this episode. Um, I think that's all I had. Let me just check my notes. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know oh, oh, one. Okay, one thing. When Johnny did go to that meeting uh, for the Cobra Kai uh, ban, <laughs> I love when he goes in. He's another guy. Isn't he in like a brown suit, Joe? 
Yeah. Okay. Yellow so shirt. brown it's suit, the, it's yellow the shirt. shirt. It's the Dwight Schrute. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes, the Dwight Schrute outfit. Empty briefcase <laughs> in tow. Hair a little slick more than usual. And he's, he goes in, and the guy at the front of the counter or the uh, the the assembly, he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. If you're looking for the AA meeting, <laughs> 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 it's down over there or whatever." And then he says, "No, no, I'm here for the you know for the the Al Valley tournament." And the lady goes, well, if it's about the corn dog fiasco, <laughs> oh, dear God, just hear the man out. Hear the man right. out. You know, I don't know about the corn dogs, but I'm just here about the lifetime ban for Cobra Kai. And he goes, oh, I didn't know we can even do that. So we see what kind of people, you know, this committee really is. These are just, They're you know, just them doing mom and dads. Right, right. Which is why Johnny had all the reasons to, to win them over. And Daniel really had no chance at this either. Um, but those are, I love that little sequence and exchange from Lawrence and the committee there too. Um, but good for them. I'm happy for Sam and Miguel. I'm happy for Lawrence and Miguel too. And uh, really great to see Daniel and Robbie um, start taking it to the next level. Or as his wife puts it, third base. <laughs> from Robbie. So um, that's my wrap up. What do you got to say about the episode? Uh, well, I had one thing to to that little meeting. Um, you show the uh, the committee has the token black guy in there, and he said uh, it's a badass name for a dojo. Yeah, <laughs> you give him he gives a little, yeah. gives a little fist bumper, thumbs up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love that he said that because that's real. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna hear that again. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I thought it was a funny little comedy. It's a badass name for a dojo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so the the only thing i'll i'll add here um i talked about again just the whole evolving of robbie as a character i think this is uh at least from my viewpoint too this is where the audience can really start to like robbie uh sincerely and see that everything he's doing is more uh on a sincerity level but yeah. um i i love the this episode too is is paid a great uh again the i think this show does great fan service to the original trilogy um it, it's the homage to the new and past relationships um so they show uh, a couple ones that I'll, that I'll mention here is the whole daniel to miyagi and daniel to robbie so roles reversed daniel is now the teacher uh to robbie to, to robbie's daniel and we show that evolution where daniel is is teaching robbie everything he knows that he was taught by the great Mr. Miyagi. Yep. Um, Daniel expanded so much more um, by literally making the kid do every fucking thing a certain way. <laughs> and so Daniel took that to the extreme. Uh, you know, I don't think even Miyagi would have done that, to be honest. But this is Daniel's uh, version of, of stuff, and he implemented in everything. So it's a way of life for him. So he found... Uh, every, something and everything where, you know, like you said, like Miyagi, uh, he told uh, that one girl in the third movie, he's like, he'll uh, make a lesson out of uh, making the vase. He's like, you know, doing that. So Daniel really took that and, and ran with it, obviously. Uh, but yeah, that's the first. So the first relationship, you know, it's the it's the Daniel Miyagi now to Daniel and Robbie um, and Johnny. <laughs> and they show Johnny, you know, since he doesn't, uh, in the past episodes, he tried to make amends with his kid. His kid had nothing, wanted nothing to do with him. Um, 
but he's found that uh, that type of figure in Miguel, and that's what really expands about this episode. Uh, again, that was one of my, uh, 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 I think it was my, or uh, crane to I don't know what. Well, one of the techniques I had, yeah. But it was the whole John, Johnny, and Miguel uh, relationship. Uh, but it shows, you know, this is Johnny. This is what uh, Johnny's been looking for. And even though he didn't find it in his son. He found it in his student, and his student is actually teaching him a lot more as well. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is the uh, I just talked about the Miguel and Sam and Daniel and Allie um, relationship, the whole mirror, and it's like it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it, it, they're starting out the exact same way, very similar um, as far as um, social status and just everything about the characters in general. Um, so. Very good. Uh, thank you, Cobra Kai, for giving uh, again, you know, uh, for giving us uh, that little stuff to uh, for the for the old school fans too, because this is uh, right. and I don't I don't think some of the newer fans would have picked up on that the how I pay you know those three mirrored relationships, but exactly hey, you uh, you are a true fan, so good for you. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's again. There, uh, I hope I folks, I hope I didn't let you down. Um, no. This episode was again. This is my personal favorite. Uh, I hope you can see why, because it's. I it, it got very personal with me, and for I don't know why it got personal with me, but maybe it just hit me in a certain way, and everything uh, that I talked about uh, that I loved about the show, I it, it's I you know I could apply it to daily life as well, just like, and maybe that's the whole point of the episode too. Just like you know, Daniel applied everything to. Just karate, so apply everything that they're showing you to your life, and you know things you might make uh, you might think a little different. Yeah, it's it's uh, great, great in that way. Like I said, I love the little metaphor with the bonsai tree <clears throat> and how you 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 know you see what you want. It's up to you to make it happen. And Robbie makes that right choice. Uh, Miguel has made some right choices. Lawrence has made right choices. Daniel is getting back into the game and has made the right choices too. Um, and they've all had uh, people with them to help them along their journeys. So uh, that's the last thing I'll probably say is like, you know, hey, a lot of it is up to us, um, but don't be afraid to ask for help um, because not, every, not even even Jordan <laughs> couldn't do it alone. Um, but the the decision or that first step is in you. Um, once you make that decision, don't be afraid to ask for help, though, and um, make it your own and, and be successful. Find some happiness because you deserve it. Wildcard, thank you very much for uh, coming back onto the episode. Um, we appreciate these talks with Cobra Kai. We're getting near the end of season one, so it's, I'm getting a little little jittery here because <laughs> we get to start hmm. season two coming as well. Um, but I know, I think maybe with three episodes left for season one, right? Yes. So um, those that'll wrap up pretty soon, and we're working on a surprise episode uh, for the season finale of uh, season one of Cobra Kai, and we'll see if we can make that happen. It's up to Charlie Huckle, uh, so we'll see how far, we'll see how far that goes. But make uh, it thank, happen, Charlie. <laughs> um, thank you very much for coming back on. Um, please watch Cobra Kai. Please listen to the podcast and share it when you can. Um, you'll have great conversations like this on future episodes. Wildcard, go get out of here. Go enjoy the rest of your day, sir. Have fun. Make a difference. Go find a first date and let me know if she's hot.
<laughs> Absolutely. I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. <laughs> What'd you say? But, but I said, no, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it was a great episode to talk about. Loved it. Uh, can't wait to uh, do the rest. And, you know, we got the season finale coming up. So hopefully we can do something special for the audience and uh, and, and do it good for, for that. But thanks for having me. And uh, you guys take care. Okay, another fun conversation with the wild card there. Um, we find out why, you know, this these podcasts with him are on here are PG-13, um, if not rated R, mature audiences. His language is always out there, but still fun. Great guest. Thank you again, Wildcard, for coming on the show. We appreciate it so much. Hey, um, if you want to get in on the action and be involved with the podcast, you can send me emails to iceboxcast at gmail.com. If you do, I will read those emails on this podcast show and I'll re- give you my reactions to them. I will um, uh, just read them and have some fun with it. You see how you saw how well I could read it through a gosh darn YouTube comment. Can you imagine an email? Oh, yeah, yeah. Iceboxcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you have to think. If you're listening to this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe. Leave me a comment. Um, but you get the Icebox uh, podcast. You get my other podcast called Comic Complex. We can be heard on SoundCloud first. But from there, you can go to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. My YouTube channel, as you heard me talk about before, is uh, Iceboxcast. And I have programs such as Revelations, Fractured Games, and Beating for All. And Beating for All is one we talked about earlier with Math Boredom. Give me a subscription or subscribe to my YouTube channel there. Leave me comments and we'll have some fun and uh, get some entertainment out of that for you. Best place to follow me, though, is on Facebook still. Um, Yeah, yeah, Facebook. Uh, Yeah, Facebook. Uh, (laughs) On Facebook, you can follow me as Inspired Creations, H-O-M. That's the best place to follow me because I post all the links of everything I do on the network on that Facebook page. But in addition to that, I also post pictures of uh, the vector artwork that I do, um, the the products we've been doing as well, the made-to-order stuff, um, all the the handmade uh, masks, um, phone case now, you know, still doing T-shirts, tumblers, all that fun stuff. Um, but I post all that there too as well. On Instagram, you can have some fun following me at IceboxCast, all one word, and uh, there I post... Um, a lot of uh, Pokemon stuff, a lot of toy stuff from Revelations. Give me a follow there. Uh, if you don't want to follow me there, I don't know why, but if you don't, uh, go to Inspired Creations, H-O-M. Again, all one word. Um, and you can find me there, and there I post all the uh, same kind of stuff of my vector art um, and the items we use to uh, use that art for to make extra products. A lot of fun. Uh, go, go, go follow me there. People, we're almost, we're almost through the big... Uh, we're almost, okay, let's get it out. We're almost to the end of the year. We're getting there. This is almost the end of November right now. And I want you to stay safe. All right. Be, be healthy. Try to stay healthy. Um, do your part, wear your masks. That's right. I'm advocating it. Wear your masks, wash your hands, uh, fly airplanes. The, uh, oh, stay six feet apart. I mean, and then step on something with your heel. All right. That's me. Um, translating the sign language from the queen of the house of M here. Uh, we're having lots of fun here. Please go out, have some fun, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you. 
first and foremost for listening to this wonderful show this podcast is here for you i hope i made someone laugh smile hopefully not cry um but inspire too that'd be awesome but hey until next slide may all your cakes be tasty